0: Hey, all right, everybody! Welcome to another fun-packed episode of Man and Cave. This is Shane, and let me just take a, a moment just to say thank you to anybody who listens is listening for the first time, or if you listened before. Uh, I really appreciate uh, you finding some of this interesting <laughs> because it's interesting to me. Um, so. You know, So I just wanted to take that moment just to say thank you. All right, let's jump into this episode. This one, we're going to break down these concepts. This concept is ghosts and ancestors in relation to the healing journey or transformation or transcendence whatever the hot word is out there these days. So let's let's start to unpack this. Now, we're going to unpack it and break it down. And, and hopefully, I mean, it's a very, you know, it could be very esoteric type of understanding. Um, but the hopes is that you grab something from this and, you know, you get the home version. That's the idea, right? You get the home version. You get to play around with it in your own life. So let's talk about the ghosts, now, I know we've all he- seen scary movies, horror movies. Um, a family moves into this house and in this house, stuff starts happening. Dishes are flying all over the place. Uh, doors are just opening up for no reason. The lights flicker on and off. There's a weird sound up in the attic nobody can find. Timmy is crawling on the ceiling family that starts to move into this house uh starts freaking out. Nobody knows what's going on. What do we do? Do we move? Do we get a priest? Do we get an exorcism? You know what what's happening here? That's a majority of the movie. Then what, what ends up happening is um this house is possessed. It's possessed by a ghost. Majority of the movie things are happening within this house and then there's something that happens that really shifts a lot of this story, the arc of this story is that someone moves in to the ghost. When they move into the ghost, there is some kind of story that happened within that house. The ghost is showing where they were killed in the attic, um, showing where there was a lot of uh, violence in the living room, what have you. It is only then that what happens is then the ghosts leave the house. Now, what is this? The ghosts now have an opportunity to rest in peace. They feel complete. They feel seen. They feel validated that they perhaps didn't die in vain. Their life uh, was recognized. The pain, the sadness was recognized And and so it gives them a sense of completion. And now the ghost can rest in peace, understanding that. So if we pan out a little bit, we start to understand a little bit about we are all carrying ghosts. I think it's a possession of multi-generational legacies. I think there's pain within all of our families, legacies. Again, I've talked about that from you know an epigenetic standpoint where trauma goes in, the, the Great Depression, you have famine, you have women that are oppressed, you have racism. I mean there's all sorts of levels of trauma that can happen. In a family, and generations down the line, several generations down the line, and and to really understand this epigenetic idea, epi on top, genetic, genetic coding. So when there is a trauma in in an individual's life, it creates these adaptations on the genetic coding. Uh, We could be more susceptible to anxiety, to depression. We can exhibit OCD patterns. There's a lot of other things that we can uh, behave from and manifest in our lives. And again, this goes to several generations down the line. So your great-great grandparents who went through that war-torn country could actually pass it to their great-great grandchildren. And we can carry symptoms very similar to that trauma response without actually having gone through that trauma itself. So if we look at it again, looking at it from a ghost realm, So this possessed part of uh, that we are manifesting. Now, how does that relate into this healing, into this uh, transformation? Well, you know, it's hard to go back several generations. I I don't know what it was like um, back there in the war-torn country or have to go through the Great Depression or, you know, uh, the racism. Uh, I don't know what that's like. I can't experience that, right? But what is available is the sensations in the present moments in this lifetime just like within the house uh, that ghost is possessing the house weird things are happening someone walks towards the ghost tell me your story let me understand when that story is met with a sense of compassion, when that story is met with a sense of validation and love, um, then that's when that part leaves and again, rest in peace, you know, speaking from my own experience and maybe I'll put this into a more into my own experience. I've talked about this many times before, you know, dad, the, my dad was an alcoholic, uh, gambling, womanizing man. Um, he abandoned me. His dad was an alcoholic womanizing gambling man. um his brother was an alcoholic womanizing gambling man. You know all three men died of alcoholism, so looking at that from that lens, here is the legacy. Here's the legacy, the imprints, the patterns are already well in place. you got you know two generations down the line of male abandonment. You have alcoholism, you have you know other Other mechanisms of how they were behaving. And so there is, I am possessed in the present moment. That carries over to me. So I have that tendency. I could definitely have that tendency. You know, when I was in my act of addiction, you know, I didn't want to be an alcoholic. That was too much like my father. So, you know, I was a heroin addict. I don't know. I was still my father, right? In, in some ways, not in all ways, not making him a bad person. This is not about a blame, but that unconscious pain and that unconscious um, pain of his uh, caused me to, to possess me. When I get sober and I got clean, this is my choice you know my my path we all have our own past, but i I got clean. I became aware of that pain that lived within me now that pain that lived within me, you know this not feeling seen, not feeling a part of i mean obviously could that be my dad's narrative? He was also abandoned by his dad, so here is this ghost that keeps possessing, and the idea is now is the moment. So when I start to meet that part of myself, heal that pain within inside of me in the present moment, right? I'm not going back in time, but as I heal it now within my own um, lifetime in the present, then I actually meet that part of me, which is also meeting that part of my father that he could not meet, right? I also get a chance to meet my grandfather, his dad, that I only met once in my life, all of that in the present moment, as I step up to that pain now, then I actually get to let my dad, who died of alcoholism, rest in peace. He was not able to meet that part of himself. He died in his pain. And, you know, his, my, his dad, my grandfather, I get to meet that part of him. So they get to rest in peace. You know, the completion, and I think it, it gives true meaning to how powerful we actually are in this lifetime. And then what happens? See, I have a son. Of course I would. The universe gave me a boy. And we'll talk more about that because the universe gave my dad three boys. Now why three boys? Because it was every opportunity to meet himself because that little boy is going to be a reflection of you. And I'll talk more about that. So of course, the universe gave me a boy because when I look at my son, that's a mere reflection of me and I get to walk through that with uh, within that experience. So as I heal myself now, the legacies I've carried as much as possible, look, you know, I'm not going to give anybody, my, remember, I don't give people false sense of hope because I'm not gonna get to all the pain in this lifetime. It just goes so deep into the legacy but I'll try to take care of it as much as this. That's, I think, my responsibility of showing up in this lifetime. Uh, If you want to believe that, that's our responsibility is how much can I heal now? Maybe that was our soul's contract. I'll come back. I'll heal as much as I can in this lifetime so that the next generation doesn't have to carry as much. As I heal and I keep diving deep into that part of me and heal it, remember, I let the my father, my grandfather, they get to rest in peace. They get to move on. And then what ends up happening is I don't give it to the next generation, right? So several generations in the past, several generations in the in the future, our presence is needed. And that's how powerful we are. The shifts that we are and we are capable of, the mind can't even understand that. That just lives on a very spiritual plane and that's why I say this is the healing is a spiritual journey. It is a such a spiritual, spiritual journey. Now so that's the ghost realms. We 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 clear out the ghost realms. Those ghosts are the ones that possess the living right? So they're possessing the living. You know, if you just even look at it from a global scale, the stuff that's getting reenacted, the violence out there, the the wars out there, the hurtful language against each other, that is a possession, our possession, people being possessed of some narrative. And that narrative has been long existing, right? It could be the narrative of the other, Making people the other. Well, the other of what? The other than me. And there's great information and data about um, through history about making people the other. Driven out of a fear, driven out of an understanding. So this is still caring. We have to agree there's still racism that exists. There's still not equality for women that exist in our society today. These are these are deep legacies. These are deep ghosts that keep possessing the the living in the presence. And so this we have to be aware of that. We cannot deny that that doesn't exist. We've gotten better over the years, but it's still there, right? It's still there. And the repercussion of that, and we'll talk about this another time, is we have a very masculine-driven society um, that doesn't really operate from the feminine energies. And again, just talking about energies, not necessarily gender but energetic, feminine. There's no we. There's no community. There's no gathering. And so, when we live strictly in a masculine type of energy within society, it's very driven, very logical, very fixing, um, competitive. Is one of those. So we see a lot of that playing out. But again, it's not in the true sense of the masculine. It's very, it's very, uh, it's a very dangerous type of masculine. Sometimes it can be actually the lack of masculinity or not an understanding of the masculinity. But that's another topic. We don't want to get into too much into that. Really what we're actually exploring in, in in this now. So let's go back to when the ghost... Um, have a chance to rest in peace where we free ourselves within this life and again it's not to say that it's all going to be gone we will still experience remnants of the ghost this uh, uh, resonance of the ghost this uh, feeling of the ghost at times which are dark nights of the soul the shadows again that keep creeping in once we start to Recognize and start to move and heal some of these ghosts, well, then what can happen is these ghosts can now move into what is called ancestors uh the ancestors are are the ones in completion, the ones you know you could call them the spirit guides, the ones teaching us ways to be and and the wisdom within because they have completed within this lifetime. They've completed within or we've helped support them complete within this lifetime. So now they move into the ancestor realm and we can, we can use them. We can actually gather information from them um, through all sorts of types of meditation, connection, um, uh, something higher than ourself. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? When we're even talking about in a religion type of way, not religion in the organized religion, but if we're, we're connecting to something higher, whether that be God, you know, the great, the universe, um, uh, Waka Tonka, you know, the great mystery, we can really start to, you're tapping into some type of deep conscious wisdom that has completed and is true in essence. So that's the idea is how the ghost realms and the ancestor realms are really a deep part of what is for me, this transformational journey. It's a, it's deeper than just making these changes in your life. It's, it's a very spiritual well of depth and, and how do we tap into that? So using these visuals, as far as like movies and understanding like in the horror movies, Being possessed. And what we're doing is we're becoming out of being possessed in our lifetime currently. um, Coming out of being possessed and transcendence, really. We're coming out of this trance-like state. Transcendence. We are coming out of a trance-like state to get out of our trance so that we can see things as they are. Let me know your comments. You like it, don't like it, agree, disagree. I love just to hear feedback. Or if you have other information, I'd love to hear that too. I'm, I'm really open to hearing people's perspective. And if you do like, please share, let other people know about this. And for next time, Man Uncaved, let's come out of hiding.